You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Three and Out. I'm Jason. That's Kevin. We are brought to you by uh, CincyJungle.com, SB Nation's Cincinnati Bengals site. We're sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. We are on the Orange and Black Insider. Find us on YouTube. Find us anywhere that you can stream podcasts. Spotify, Apple, wherever. You got podcasts somewhere, we're there. Orange and Black Insider. It's a lot of great shows. It's Chalk Talk. It's OBI. It's Talking Football with Bengal Jim and Friends. Good stuff. There's new content every day. Check it out. I, before we get started, I think it's fair to say that if you listened last week and you're listening now, when these shows are over, you're going to think that I am mentally unstable and, and maybe possibly bipolar because I was way down last week. Yeah. And you'll see because I was, I openly campaigned last week after the Bengals lost to the Titans for them to sit burrow yeah, until after the bye. Did. I did. Are you sorry? Are you sorry for what I, you said? I, I am. I'm, I'm very sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm nope. sorry. I'm about as sorry as I can be. Cause that was, Burrow came out, rocked it. He's back. I mean, it's just He's that back. simple. He's back. He's back. <clears throat> was that 100%? Was that 100%? I don't think so. I don't think no. so. But it was a massive night and day change. <clears throat> oh, yeah. From what we've seen yeah. to that, and it's only going up from here. I'd say we yeah. had Burrow at about 80 85%. I'd say for the Seahawks, when we'll get to that, we're going to be looking at 90 95%. And we went to hang out there right around 90 probably uh, maybe even a game or two after the bye. Just yeah. uh, kind of nagging injury, but we can win 90% Burrow. We can win. We 90% can Burrow is better than 90% of the other quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, yeah. There's oh, a yeah. handful of guys that I take over 90% Burrow, and that would be Mahomes. I probably take Josh Allen over 90% Burrow. Yeah, probably. I'd say they're about even. Yeah, that's about it, right? That's kind Trevor of Lawrence? No. Not yet. Probably not Taylor yet. Hurts, probably not yet. Although he's looking yeah. great. He does look great. Yeah. You know what's right. really good right now? Brock Purdy looks really good. Good Brock for him. Purdy might be the real deal. We're not, we don't yeah. need to get into this. I don't yeah. have strong opinions on Brock Purdy, but I was certain that kid was going to feel the pressure and yeah, I know. Up the season. Um, I'd like to see what he does with less than perfection. 
Um, right. Because he has pretty much he has perfection a great over team. there. Yeah. But, you know, it was one of those but, things. Uh, I was he's, he's doing what he needs to do, man. After last season, I was like, well, you know, no one has tape on this kid. He's a seventh round pick. He's thrust into this. You know, he's Mr. Relevant. He's thrust into this role. I figured surely with an offseason, they figure it's going to be Brock Purdy coming back and they'll have tape. They'll be good to go. And no, he's killing it. He's doing good. So, I'm, I mean, he's not He's not better than 90% Burrow. No, he's not. So anyway, but yeah. Um, and that, that kind of makes me think if last week what we had was 90% Burrow, what was he? What was he in Tennessee? And I mean, was he fifty percent against 40. the Browns? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a forty. Oh, I'm gonna give it less yeah. than half. I'm gonna give it Man. less than half. That's what we've been dealing with. I know. Um, they've been, they did some new stuff. They've really gone with the short game a li- little bit more. They've put uh, Jamar Chase all over the field. I like that. They're blitzing more than they used to. I like that too. But let's be honest, the yeah. the change is Burrow. Everything. Burrow has always been this team. He's always been the success of this team. And now that he actually is back there doing Burrow things, suddenly this team yeah. looks great. Yeah. Like it really don't talk to me about the Cardinals. Don't I'm not gonna yeah. let I'm not gonna let people oh the Cardinals suck. The Cardinals are scrappier than we thought. They play really, really, really hard. I'm not saying they're like an incredible team by any stretch, right? But like that is not a fluke victory. You could no. see how different we played. And this is just going to carry on. It's going to carry on to the Seahawks. It's going to carry on into everything. Every week in the NFL, good teams go on the road and they play against bad teams and they get their asses kicked. Every week. It happens at least once a week. Every week. If there were no upsets in the NFL, it would be a boring sport to watch. But the reason the NFL is so great is because any week, who's the worst team in the NFL right now? Panthers. Maybe. Probably Panthers. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Panthers any week you put the Panthers up against the Chiefs 10 times they might not they're not, they're not gonna win yeah they might not win five but they'll win one or two you gotta remember sure. those are professional athletes over there like they yeah you know maybe have, that might be a pretty big gap I don't know the Chiefs might be able maybe. to get them times out of ten. yeah but you know but you know what I'm saying I get, I get your point just saying but pretty, what I was what I'm trying gap. to say is every week good teams go on the road and they get their asses beat by bad teams. And that's part of what makes the NFL so fun. It's hard to go on the road and win in the NFL. It's difficult. And it's hard to go on the road in the NFL and win in convincing fashion. And that's what they did. They came out and they won all three phases of the game. First, So let's start with the offense. Let's start with the offense. Minus T. Higgins. Okay. And this is nothing against T. Higgins. I'm not saying that without him, the offense is better because it's clearly going to be better with him. This is more, this was more of a Burrow thing than a T. Higgins thing, has health wise, right? But minus T. Higgins, the offense looked great. The only thing, the, the running game struggled. Joe, Joe Mixon, 3.3 yards per carry. You know, it's, it's a little bit on him. It's a little bit on the offensive line. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff together. But the passing game was where was that? Burrow. Yeah, Burrow was 30-something for 40-something, over 300 yards, three touchdowns. He, he did throw an interception. Uh, Trent Irwin was falling when he threw it. It maybe probably wasn't the right read. But you know what? If you get out there and you throw three touchdowns and you're 30 for 40 completing, and you every game you throw three touchdowns and one bad interception, I don't give a crap. That's it. fine. I will I'll take absolutely it. That's take a that. Hall of Fame career at the end of your – that's a Hall of Fame career. But Burrow's back. Chase – his connection yeah. with Chase is otherworldly. 15 catches, a new franchise record. And I mean... It's not even that, just the connection either. We need to just really do highlight this. 
if Jamar Chase might be playing the best football of his career, we might yeah. really be seeing Jamar Chase take yet another step. Like we'll see. I'm not ready to like call it, call it yet. But man, what we've seen in a few of these games, he is yeah. unguardable. He is unstoppable. Yep. He looks so good, man. He does. He looks incredible. And his connection with Burr, that first touchdown pass. So they had Irv Smith Jr. and who? Irv Smith. Irv. I don't know who that is. Oh, I see what you're saying. I because in my head when you said that, I was like, oh, wait a second. Am I saying it wrong? Oh, I'm saying it right. You're right. Does he too. play? Does he play for the Bengals? Yeah. I don't know if he does. I don't know. He oh. was out there in a uniform. I think he stole it That's from weird. somebody. I just don't, well, you don't hear his name. The yeah. whole game goes, the oh, whole game, and you just never hear anybody say Irv Smith. It's weird. Yep. Anyways, what were you saying? They had Irv Smith Jr. and Trent Irwin stacked on the right side, right? And I think the idea was that Irv Smith was going to hopefully take both defenders, and then Irwin would be wide open underneath. And that didn't happen. The defensive backs played it really well. They were both being guarded. And then Chase was on the backside doing like a drag, and then he, when he saw that, and he, you know, Burrow was getting pressured. Someone cut across Jonah Williams' mm. face, you know? And when he saw Burrow roll out to the right, he stopped and cut back. And the window that Burrow... He, here's the thing. For that to be a touchdown pass, which it was, Burrow would have had to almost know Chase is cutting, Jamar's going to cut back before he does it. Because he had to throw it so fast. Yes. The window was so small. He had to throw it so quick that he almost had to know Jamar was going to cut back before he did. You yes. know what I mean? And that's amazing. playing pretty much their entire college and professional yeah. careers together has done. Yep. Uh, minus one year. But, yeah, yeah, they know each other back of a book. You know, and it's a cliche yeah. saying, but it's true. I guarantee you the moment Burrow saw Jamar Chase's eyes read that field, he said, I have one, two, three, yeah. throw. Right. Yep. And then, you know, the long, t I think that was the moment that was the first, the first drive of the second half. So the Bengals offense went on a great drive to start off the game. Two good drives. They ended the second one with a field goal. Uh, and then they went on some three and outs and you and I were texting and, and you said offense needs to get back in rhythm because they yep. starting to just plod, you know, a couple three and outs and you don't want that because then the, the um, Cardinals took the lead, you know, they, yep. they scored 14 points. Uh, and then we got the Cam Taylor Britt pick six, perfect timing. And then we came out in the second half, and I wanted to see, like, hey, I'd like to see the offense drive back down there. What I was not expecting was a 63-yard bomb that Joe Goodberry said had the longest air yards in Joe uh, Burrow's career. Yes. So, like, knowing how professional quarterbacks, like, have to throw, you know. I coach – so I coach peewee football. And tonight, like, we're getting near the end of um, practice. So, like, we just played, like, two-hand touch. Just, like, little fun, seven-hand seven. I played, I played quarterback for these little kids. Everybody wants to go deep. And I can't do that. It hurts my shoulder. It hurts. I'm going to be sore tomorrow, okay? But I cannot throw a ball 63, 63 yards because everything I do is arm. I, I never learned how to drive off my foot. You know what I mean? No, but Burrow doesn't make that throw if he's not ninety percent. No, especially it also makes me also kind of want to makes me know, like, what? How far does he throw it if he's one hundred percent? I mean, I think you know? we're pretty close to one hundred percent at this. Point. Yeah. When I say Burrow is ninety percent, I don't mean that he's playing 
I, I don't expect him to play like he's 90% yeah. for a couple games. What I do expect is that he's not going to extend plays. He's going to be, how about this? He's going to be more judicious with what he does. He okay, can do it all now. He can extend plays, but he's right. not going to. Not going to do it unless he has to. Push it. Okay. He's not going to do it just for no reason. Like we would see Burrow right. scramble all over that field for just the hope and a prayer that something was going to open up. Because that's just his play style. He never gives up. I expect he's going to give that up uh, just for the next couple of games, just because, hey, while I can do this, do I need to for a 3% chance? No. Yeah. Throw it away. Move on. So I, I think we are looking at that's about where he's at. I think he probably could have gone a little farther. I mean, you know, but does the accuracy drop? But if we're talking 68 yards, Don't are we matter. worried about that? We do yeah. like, yeah. are we going to nitpick about like, well, should, well, I want to see him throw 65. Like, oh, yeah, oh, I know. Dude. Like that was great. It was one of the longest throws yeah. of his career. Had plenty of velocity on it. What what's yep. the issue? He had another long throw that was just out of reach for Irwin. <laughs> and I mean like it scraped his fingernails. You know what I mean? I think if T. Higgins and he, he's just his size, he catches that pass. Sure. That makes man. Whatever. Um the point is the offense looked great because Joe Burrow looked really good. So super exciting. He's back. I'm calling it. He's back. So defensively. Another, you know, there were a couple points, especially early, or not early, I guess, you know, in the second half when they took, or the first half when they took that lead, like second quarter, you know, there was a couple of drives that were a little bit iffy. Uh, first, I want to say Trey Hendrickson plays like a man possessed. He's on pace for 20, over 20 sacks this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Six sacks in five games. PFF is crediting with seven. I don't know where the extra half sack is coming from, but like stat line, he's got six and a half. And I'm uh, crediting and, him with eight because he had two sacks taken away by penalties. That's that right. Not that is very true. Or the sacks he got. Yep. So I know it's not technically on the stat sheet, but that ties him with uh, Watt for most sacks in the NFL right now. As a fan, yeah. I'm not a statistician. I'm a fan. I'm calling right. it eight sacks. Okay, do it. I'll tell you this right now. If he plays at this level, we're talking about defensive player of the year award possibilities. I mean, that's yep. how good, that's how dominant he is coming off the edge right now. And he's got, you know, he's got good pass rushing moves, but the one he wins on is the same one. He's just so good at it. Just so quick off the edge, just swatting hands around. He was incredible. Uh, This was DJ Turner's first start. DJ Turner looked really good. Yes, he did. Really, he had a stop on a third down where it was, if he was beat, it was going to be a 20-yard run. And he was able to make a tackle. It's just a great, and this is a power running game. It was on James Conner, I think. James Conner's a powerful runner. So he played really, really well. Um, I do you know, want to just of, mention uh, yeah. my biggest concern with Turner was because of his size that he was not going to be uh, an incredibly physical cornerback. He throws his body. I'm around. wrong. I'm wrong. I'm yeah. wrong. I hope it doesn't lead to injuries, but right now yeah. I'm loving it because just, I mean, he plays like a larger man. He plays yeah. with a plays like Mike Hilton. to his own body. Yes. He plays like Mike he, Hilton. He does this true. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Hilton throws his body around. And I mean, Someone Mike Hilton's size shouldn't be able to bring down Derrick Henry in the backfield one-on-one, but he does it all the time. But that's how DJ Turner plays against running. He's aggressive, throws his body around. Uh, Cam Taylor-Britt with the pick six right when it was yep. needed. Doctor's orders, man. The momentum never went back to to uh, Arizona after that. No, that bro. was like the – that, and it was in the second half, I mean, or in the second quarter. I mean, that was like coffin nails right there. You know what I mean? Yep. And they just never stopped. Yeah, there was a, there are strip sacks and you know interceptions. Jermaine Pratt had one. Logan Wilson dropped an interception. It was just total domination, yep. with an with an exception of maybe ten minutes, 
at the end of the first through the second quarter, 10 minutes of play where the, where the Cardinals outplayed the Bengals. Other than that, it was great. It's great. You have anything else to say about the uh, awesomeness we saw? It's so much easier to do this. So yeah, much easier to sit fun. here and talk about this. After the uh, Titans game, I was like, oh, I don't want to do a show. I don't want to do it. This is now, this is... and especially because, like, we, we, a lot of you probably didn't start listening from the beginning. I don't know why you would have because we started the Bengals podcast right after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. Uh, in the worst possible seat time to start a podcast. But man, I was looking forward to this season because it was finally going to be fun. We're like desperately trying to generate content and trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. And it's yeah. like now real football starts. Oh, and it's just depressing, man. It's just yeah. hard. And it's a grind. And we're finally back. I'm calling it. I think most Bengals fans are. The team you wanted to see is here. And that's all I have to say about it. We finally get to watch the Bengals as we knew them and as we expected them to be this year, play some football. Okay. I agree with you. I do agree with you. We're going to take a commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Seahawks a little bit. Eastgate Smiles Dental Care is a warm and welcoming environment where expertise and customer service come together. As a local business, they love helping their fellow Cincinnatians manage their oral health and achieve a perfect smile. They pair the latest technology with years of experience to give you a smile worth showing off. They are dedicated to quality and convenience and can even perform dental crown procedures the same day in most cases. You like your smile, but they are here to help you love it. They personalize your care and match your needs. Call them today at 513-528-1150 to learn what they can do for your pearly whites. So, one more game until the bye. The Bengals are 2-3 and three with an incredible opportunity after a bad start to go into the bye with a 3-3 three and three record, which would just be amazing. Uh, standing in their way are the... Seattle Seahawks coming to Cincinnati. I think they're three and one. They have a just talent loaded offense. Yes, it is. Great wide receivers. Geno Smith is one of the coolest stories in the NFL. He's been in the league for like 10 years and just never really got a fair shake. He, you know, he was drafted by the Jets and just things didn't work out, but the Jets were bad. They were poorly managed then. Sometimes they're poorly managed now. I mean, they seem better. I was going to call out the the then. I was like, yeah, yeah. then they were poorly managed. I mean, I think this what happened this year is just bad luck. But, you know, that happens. That happens. Um, But, you know, spending a number two overall pick on Zach Wilson, that's their fault. Injuries didn't cause that draft pick. No. They did. And now you see what happens when you draft Zach Wilson's number. Anyway. Back to the Seahawks. Uh, so Geno Smith kind of bounces around. He ends up in uh, Seattle and balls out. Plays really, really well. He's played really well. Um, He has DK Metcalf. He has Tyler Lockett. He has rookie Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's got Noah Fant, who was traded to the Seahawks in what has to be considered now the worst trade in NFL history, uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, and they got a, a good defense that's really good at rushing the passer really really good at it very um good. yeah and uh they have a lot of different blitz packages it's one of those things with it that i think this game is going to be a get the ball out fast game you know what yes. i mean not a lot of passes where you're holding on to it a lot of these passes are going to kind of be extension of the run game passes you know where i'll take a short pass for three four yards on first down you know luckily um, we've been building that exact same that yeah, exact offense the entire we're good season. at that yeah i know i mean it's I what we like 
Yep. We're not suddenly having to throw deep over and over and over again. This is pretty right. good luck. Like if you're yeah. talking like, what's the one thing you got to do to beat this team is get the ball out quick. Well, yep. we've been perfecting that. We've been good at that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Burrow's going to have to be, we saw him move in the pocket. He's going to have to do it again. He's going to have to, he, he doesn't have, this is not the kind of defense that you're going to be able to sit there and just wait for targets to get open. You're going to have to move around a little bit and extend some plays, but that's good because he can do it. He's back home. He's got the Jays. He's got the Jordans, which obviously they're magic. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about shoes. I mean, I know, you know, Jordans, but everybody, yeah. everybody's making a really big deal about it. And I didn't really understand. Oh, I, I just think that I, is the, is the deal not that they're cool? I guess I it know. is. They have, they have like multiple questions in the. Press yeah. Board. I don't know if it's like, and he kept saying like, I don't know what you're talking about, which is cool. It's yeah. funny, but like, I don't think like Jordans are. I don't know. I don't, I've never I had know. a pair of Jordans. Have you ever had a pair of Jordans? Of course not. No, I'm not. I've had a pair of tennis shoes that I've kept nice my entire life. I'm not that guy. I'm just not. I mean, of course not. I mean, you know me. I work construction. Yeah, and I, I, get, I have stains yeah, I all over my shirts, and I, yeah. I've never You're a slob. You're gross. I'm just never gonna pay money for good clothing or shoes because I would instantly ruin. Them. Yeah, oh, I, I get it. I get it. Just who I, I am. I still like my go-to is Coles. Coles is like. I'm getting well. I don't buy clothes. I get no. gifts that are clothes. But if I had to buy clothes, I'd go to Kohl's. Yeah. We're not endorsed yeah. by Kohl's, but we'll take an endorsement. Sure, Kohl's cash. You can pay us in Kohl's cash. Kohl's cash. <laughs> yeah, pay us. <laughs> pay us in Kohl's cash. This is the self-sustaining economy economy that they've been striving for. Kohl's cash. Just like Dave and Buster. The whole time, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Uh, if the Seahawks beat us on offense with with their offense, I think it's yeah. going to come down to Noah Fant in the run game. Um, yeah. I do think that their wide receivers are are good. They're very good. Um, I think our cornerbacks are up to the challenge, at least, of containing them for the most yep. part. Uh, this year, we have not been great at stopping the run, and we have not been great at containing tight ends. They have a pretty good run game. They have a pretty good tight end. I think that if we can tighten up that aspect of our game on defense, yep. then we can win that particular matchup offense. So I I do agree with you. Here's here's my thing that I think needs to happen. The Seahawks have only given up seven sacks. Okay, their offensive line has only given up seven sacks, which is fifth best in the NFL. Okay. Yep. With that really good core of wide receivers. If you let Geno Smith just sit in the pocket, they will get open. There are no normal human beings. And I'm not saying, you know, NFL players are not obviously not normal human beings. There are no cornerbacks that can cover DK Metcalf and just for five seconds. Doesn't work like that. So if you let him sit back there, he'll, he'll find somebody. Someone will get open. So this game, more so than any other before, it's imperative that the pass rush at least makes him uncomfortable. And that's, sure. the great thing is, is Trey Hendrickson is playing great. He's playing lights yes, out. Yes. But they need more. I'd like to see Joseph Osai pop off a little bit in this game. You know what I mean? Sure. Get something on. I'd like to see something from Miles Murphy. Just any, anything. You know what I mean? Just rotate him in there. But like I I don't want to see at all Geno Smith just sitting back there looking downfield. I'd like to see some exotic blitz packages too. Something. You know what I mean? Get Hill in the game. Get Hilton in the game. Let's see what they can yeah. do. Keep guessing. Dax Hill had a sack against um, Josh Dobbs where he just flew like a bullet, man. Like a bullet yeah. out of the 
Dobbs, I, I think he saw it. Obviously, he just didn't have time to react. It was too late. But yeah, some stuff like that. They're using they're using um, Dax Hill. I love the way Lou Irvin was using. There, he's got he's lined up all over the place. Last he's becoming week. what we thought he was going to be. The yeah, he's Swiss Army knife. Uh, projected last year, he's slowly yeah. turning into it. He had more in the box snaps than Mike Hilton did last week, and that's like Mike Hilton's thing in the box corner. You know what I mean? Like an yep. extra linebacker. But uh, yeah, this is um, I you know the Seahawks are a good team. They're a good yeah. team. They've uh, you know, they played they play in a pretty tough division. They play the Rams are a good team. The Niners are probably the best team in the NFL right now. You know, the Cardinals are scrappy. They play, they're a good team in a good division. Um yeah, I mean they've they've been good. They've uh this is gonna be a tough game. This is gonna so be I don't know if I'm willing to say it's a must win game, Jason. No, I no, I agree. I don't know oh, if okay. I'm willing to say or not that are the Seahawks the best team the Bengals have played so far. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I think they are. Yeah. Early in the season, we'll see how everybody sh- everything shakes out. You can never tell. Um yeah. but as of right now, I'd say they are the best team. They're the biggest yep. challenge, but this Bengals team is also the best we've seen it. I think right. this is also a must-win game, not just because of the going into the bye three and three, which would be great. Coming out of the bye, we've got some challenges, my dude. Um, oh yeah, and I would oh, like yeah, to sure. hit at least with us hit those challenges head on with a three-three, um, so that we can go fourteen and three, like I we all know we're going to. Yep. Well, here, here's another thing I want to say. Two things actually. One is the Seahawks are coming off a bye. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know which. Bye week, you know, they get an extra week to get healthy, which they've done. Uh, you know, that that kind of sucks just the timing wise. They get they, they're coming off the bye, but but they're they're on a three game winning streak, you know. So I I mean, does the bye week take a, away a little bit of that momentum? You know what I mean? Like you're on a roll and now you gotta stop. Who knows? Hope. I'm hoping to. Uh and then their schedule, just their overall schedule so far. I'm gonna tell you, so they lost to the Rams 30 to 13 in week one. Okay. At home, at home. Then they went to Detroit. They beat the Lions in overtime. Okay, the Lions are good. Yep. And then they came home. They beat the Carolina Panthers, thirty-seven to twenty-seven. Okay. Not and again. then they went right. And then they went to New York and played the Giants and won twenty-four to three. Not a good team. So not a good team. Yeah. Right. So in their season so far, they've played a good team in the Rams, a good team in the Lions, and the last two games they've played were against bad teams. And I think that matters too. I do. Now, obviously, the Bengals are coming off a game against a bad team, uh, and I know the Tennessee no, Titans no, throttled us. referring to the Cardinals as scrappy. Scrappy, right, scrappy. That's scrappy. what we're saying. We're right, not scrappy. saying bad team. You're right. They're scrappy. You're right. Scrappy. They're scrappy. Um. You know, I don't know. These kind of things, sometimes they throw wrench wrenches in a game's, you know, a team's game plan. Sometimes they don't. The bye week sometimes helps, sometimes it doesn't. Who knows? You know, so much of what happens in the NFL is whether the ball bounces your way or whether it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not 100% that the better team always wins. But this game, to me, the Bengals' backs are against the wall still. I think they're still playing that way. 
I think maybe the Seahawks come in here and, you know, they saw what the Bengals did last week, but maybe they come in here a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more saying like, Hey, you know, if we win awesome, if we don't, we're still three and two, you know what I'm saying? I, so, I do. I don't, I don't think there's going to be that attitude necessarily. No, I don't think, you know, team any ever had that attitude. Yeah. here's what I do think is I do think that, um, that energy they've had has been relatively easy to maintain in the last couple of games because it's an easy schedule. And what we're looking at now is an energy for the Bengals is an energy that doesn't need to be maintained. It, it just yeah. started. It finally kicked into gear. And if you don't think that this Bengals team is going to look at the schedule, go, we can go three and three. They've got Burrow balling out, coming off that game, and just feel energized and ready oh, to yeah. play as hard as they have to. At home. To make this at home. Yep. To win this game, they're going to do it. They're going to do yep. it. That whole that whole locker room is feeling this energy in a way that mm-hmm. I don't think many other teams in the NFL would be, just because it is a very unique situation to be that they're in, where they should be good and they're not, and they're not, and they're just not. And then finally, their leader, Burrow, comes out and wins, and he looks good doing it. And you can tell that whole team's going to be vibing on it. They're riding that wave. That alone would bring them to victory. I also, they're really, really good at football. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. All right. So we didn't do game predictions last week, and the Bengals won. Yeah. I call, I told okay. you that this was going to be the issue. Right. So we're doing this again, right? We're not doing predictions. That's your, it's your call. I got a prediction lined up if you want to do it. I'm not overly superstitious as far as the podcast is concerned. What do you, what do you think? If we do predictions and the Bengals lose, I'm going to feel like it's our fault. If they I win, mean, it do, doesn't matter do. to me. What's the predict? Is it is it a score prediction? That's what I have. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought it out. I'm not go we ahead. Do predictions. Yeah, go ahead and just tell me your predictions. We're not going to go back and forth like we were. If we're going to do okay. predictions, we'll do them in a different way. Bengals win thirty that to twenty-one. I like it. Okay. Bengals like win thirty to twenty-one. It's a it's a relatively high scoring game. Um, the Seahawks are going to get theirs, but we're going to win by a score and a, uh, two scores. Okay. All right. Does T. Higgins play? No, he does not. And I don't think okay. he should. Okay. Think an extra week. I don't want him getting re banged up. We got the Niners coming off that bye. He can sit. That's fine. Okay. Irwin's good. Yoshi needs the snaps. I don't have a problem yep. with T. sitting. Here's my prediction. All right. Burrow scores a rushing touchdown. Yoshi has his first NFL touchdown. Ooh. Bengals win 33-24. Win by nine. I also have nine, but different, just different spread. Yeah. Cool. They're favored by like a field goal, I think. I don't really know. So this will be a fun game. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna excited. Go DJ Tur- I'm going to just calling plays. DJ Turner is going to get an interception. Okay. I'd love to yeah. see it. Love to say I think Cheeto's out. I think I I think he was out today. I, I saw that T. Higgins was out on the field, but kind of going light. I, I don't think Cheeto participated. If Cheeto plays, it's going to be limited. It's going to be very yeah. limited snaps. Yep. So. All, all right. right. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, folks. The Bengals are yep. going to win. We're the first. We're the first to say it. First no to say it, it for us. in the history of the world. No one's ever yep. said that word ever. Then we words. begin our path to fourteen and three. Yes, from here on out. What an amazing 
rest of the season that would be? 14. I mean, I think we're going to get close. I really do have us at like 11 or 12 wins. Yeah. Despite oh, no, I still, I think they'll win the division. I do. I do. I know the Browns have a winning record. I know the Seahawks – or not the Seahawks. I know the Ravens do. I don't really know what even the Steelers' record is, but, like, I've watched all of them play. And yeah. they played better than the Bengals have so far this year, for sure. Because but not better than we know the shit. Bengals can play. Yeah. But, like, if Bengals are full strength and they're playing like they can play, none of those teams are as good as the Bengals. That's nope. just a fact. Come at me, bro. I don't know. That's what kids say. They do. Facts. I hear it Facts. all the time. Yeah. Okay. That's enough. Um, yep. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, we are on the Orange and Black Insider on YouTube. Anywhere you can find podcasts. There's a lot of great shows. It's, it's a lot of great content. It's us. Chalk Talk. Uh, OBI, Talking Football with Bengal Jim and Friends. John Shear and Anthony Casenza. Just a ton of great content. New content every day. Check it out. Uh, we are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation Cincinnati Bengals site, sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. For Kevin, I'm Jason. Who day think going to beat them Bengals? Nobody. That was bad. That was awkward and weird. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, we'll be talking bye week, and they'll be three and three. We'll be excited to, to kind of break it down, and then bye week, we'll we'll talk about something. I don't. Know. All right, Kevin. See you later, buddy. I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Say goodbye. Say right. something. I just letting you go, man. Okay. I don't right. you have to cut me off. <laughs> um for three and out, I'm Kevin. That's Jason. Who day? Who day? Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.